Welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Hiya, buddies. Welcome to another episode of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. Thank you for joining us tonight. I've got a buddy, a returning buddy, a great author who just released his new book, my buddy, David Gorman. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. So happy to be here. Oh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for helping us promote your new book. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm happy to have the platform. Mm-hmm. So speaking of your new book, tell us a little bit about it. Tell us what's yeah. going on. I have it right here. It's this beautiful book. Um, so it is my fourth book in the Waldemir Mystery Files series. Great series, by the way. Yeah, I know you read it. So um, you can really vouch for me. But um, mm-hmm. it's a series about kids solving mysteries at Waldemir. And this fourth book is called The Arcade Absurdity. And as you can see, it is about the Mega Vortex ride. Um, So there's a rumor on social media that the Mega Vortex ride is actually an alien spaceship. Um, And people are believing this rumor. They're not riding the ride. Um, And the one who's claiming this, his name is Lux. He claims that um, the aliens have given him superpowers and he, to, <laughs> you're intrigued, to, yeah. um, to win at, in the arcade. So he, they're like, this can't be true, right? However, he keeps winning at skee-ball. He's playing perfect games at skee-ball. So they're like, how is this possible? So they um, are investigating to see if what's real and what's fake about these rumors about, of aliens. Wow. Number one, that really points out, isn't it so easy for social media to spread a simple rumor and everything just nowadays just goes viral just like that, whether it's cyberbullying or just a simple fact like, hey, I think such and such place is haunted. Don't go there. I keep passing by there at night and I hear, you know, I hear ghostly rattles. I hear this. I hear that. And it's just so easy nowadays with all the technology in our hands because we have such close access, you know, especially if one, like you, like your book said, if one mm-hmm. of our heroes is saying it, like if one, if someone that we're following on social media, you know, like nowadays, if um, let's say, you know, all it takes is someone like Mr. Beast or someone like, you know, right. uh, just to say something like, hey, I had a really bad experience at this restaurant, never eating there again. All of a sudden that restaurant's going to go dead because he's got over millions of followers and Right. They're going to go, if he's not eating there, why should I? Yeah, you know? community is powerful. And so my, my like day job is a middle school counselor. So mm-hmm. I um, see social media impacting kids all the time. So um, this book is really at the heart of it. It's really about like media literacy, which is like a fancy word for like being smart about the Internet and knowing, being able to tell what's, you know, a legitimate source of information, what has evidence, um, because I've you know, I talk to my kids and I'm like, okay, raise your hand if you've seen something crazy on TikTok or Instagram. 
and you didn't know if it was real or fake, they're like, oh, yeah, I saw like Bigfoot or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, like <laughs> a lot of the Internet's not real. So um, that is a really good lesson um, for kids, obviously, about being smart online. Exactly. Or that brings up another point, the dangerous challenges like they're, you know, like there's all these stipend challenges. Hey, you want to fit in like the peer pressures and everything you want to fit in. So everyone else is doing something like dyeing their hair green or doing something crazy, like go to the gas station and do this, you know, right. like just something crazy all because it's the trend. So you're right. Social media and you see it as a school counselor. All it takes is just one post, one thing. Oh, of course, for sure. Especially with everything developing nowadays. Like you said, you know, go back five, 10 years ago and say, I saw this on TikTok. You and me are looking at each other like, what did you just say? <laughs> yeah. So one thing I noticed with reading your series, you've got returning characters, but you've also, you also like to throw in a new character and it seems to be uh, a foreign exchange student. Can you tell us about the characters you have for this one? Yeah. So you're right. So the series focuses on siblings, Seth and Julia, um, and their friends. So each book you meet a new friend and they're typically um, immigrants or refugees, or in this case, um, his name is Omar. He is from Egypt and he is visiting for the summer. So he's kind of like a tourist, basically. Um, his uncle works at uh, a university in Erie, but um, there is the first book had on from Vietnam. There's Samira from Ethiopia back from Uzbekistan and now Omar from Egypt. So part of my background, um, I taught English in Vietnam for a year. So, and I love to travel internationally. So I just wanted to bring that to my books and kind of um, show some diversity and multiculturalism. Uh -huh. um, so it's, it's each book has returning characters, but you also meet a new one. Mm -hmm. And you also have some returning background characters. You have some characters that play an important role, not as important as the main characters, but they play a pretty significant role. Do you have, can you let any of them in this story? Can you tell us about them? Yeah, so um, definitely adults are kind of in the background helping them solve the mystery as well. So each book has Janet, a gardener at Waldemere, and she's also kind of an unofficial Waldemere historian because um, each of my books, uh, obviously they're, the story is made up, right? Mm -hmm. But um, the Waldemere history is true. And the books have, I'm flipping through now, here it is. They have real pictures from Waldemere history because, you know, Waldemere is like 125 years old. So mm -hmm. um, the, in this book, you get to see two old pictures of the Penny Arcades from like the 1910, 10 decade, whatever. Um, but so Janet is coming back and also um, Andrew, the ride manager. Nice. He was funny. I remember him in the second book when those two, the salesmen were pestering him and he's like, I'm so glad to see you guys. Can you get these guys away from me? Yeah, he's funny. Yes. Um, one character that I like that's returning was the shopkeeper. The one that in the first one after the shop accident didn't press charges, didn't do anything, but he basically said, look, I'm going to turn your life around. You're coming to work for me. You'll be right. paid that. But because that teaches such a life lesson, you know? Instead, he could have easily had the kid locked up and said, see you later. I'm pressing charges. I'm getting my money's worth and getting out of here. But he said, nope, less than time. And he changed that kid's life around. Yeah, definitely. And he um, 
that is Devin, and he comes back in, I think, the third book. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I, you know, obviously as a counselor and educator, I care about instilling those lessons and kind of character traits in kids and readers. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, the idea about second chances or forgiveness or, you know, working together as a team, um, doing what's right are, are big themes in my books. Mm -hmm. Now, each book also focuses on a certain ride. You know, it was the merry-go-round. It was the wacky shack. Um, I'm the train was the third one. Yeah, the train. Thank you. And then the, mm -hmm. uh, and now it's the uh, mega vortex. How do you pick the rides and like, how do you decide the story that goes with them? Um, so I, when I like craft a new mystery, I just think of um, sometimes the mystery comes first, sometimes the ride comes first. So mm -hmm. this one um, the fourth book, the ride. Well, actually, for a, a reader had, you know, I meet, I do school events too. I go, I talk to school, so I, I meet readers, and I, sometimes I ask the kids, like, "Hey, what mysteries should I write about, or what are your ideas?" Mm -hmm. And someone said, "Oh, an arcade mystery where someone just keeps winning." So that was an idea from a reader, but um, I wanted to tie it in with a ride, so I just thought. The, me the Mega Vortex ride is just like a really pretty ride. And I was like, oh, it'll look so cool on the cover. Plus, um, it just worked perfectly because it kind of looks like a UFO, like a flying mm -hmm. saucer. So I'm like, oh, aliens, this is perfect. So, you know, and then all the rumors, like everything started clicking with rumors, like, hey, this, you know, so that is awesome. Now, when you're planning out, you, you kind of started, you know, mentioning that when you, are planning out the story when you're planning out the idea you know you plan out the ride you plan out the characters the mystery about it like tell us about that process tell us like what it usually entails if you're let's say you're writing a new book today mm -hmm. what would you be doing yeah so i definitely start with the big picture big picture of like you know what the ride which ride will be featured who's going to be the new character um who's returning and of course what mystery they're going to be solving um so, you know, it's kind of nice because I've written four books. I kind of have a formula of how, how it works. So it's a little bit easier for me to just kind of slip into like book writing mode. Um, mm -hmm. So um, also, um, let's see, I'm thinking after I kind of get the big picture framework, um, I start with like the reveal at the end, right? Because the mystery mm -hmm. leads up to some knowledge being found out right or some kind of dramatic encounter mm -hmm. and then i just think backwards of what what clues they need to find out what knowledge they need to figure out maybe a red herring or two um and that kind of is the structure of the, the book mm -hmm. and what i love about the books too is that there's always something that goes in the middle you know like the shop gets defiled or all of a sudden like someone else get you know like something else happens in the middle or all of a sudden there's a new game, like there's a game changer because now they're not the only ones solving this mystery. There's always some page turner that no matter how old you are, whether you're mm -hmm. 10, 15, 25, heck, even I, um, I was at the, we were talking off screen a little bit and um, I was at one of our mutual buddies uh, bookshop and a lady came in and was like, she, um, she uh, sits on, I can't, I think it was either her grant. She was at, her um, children's house uh, watching her grandkids or she was pet sitting for a family mm -hmm. friend, but she's like, I just picked up this book and I couldn't put it down. So <laughs> I'm like, do you have the fourth one yet? And Kyle's like, 
Not yet. Be more weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That, I mean, that makes me so happy. Um, mm -hmm. But I love, um, you know, I obviously love to hear that. But mm -hmm. I like to end my chapters on a little cliffhanger to make people want to keep reading. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right. I like to kind of, maybe in the middle, I like to kind of throw a wrench in things or put an obstacle in their way um, or, yeah, kind of ratchet, ratchet up the tension. Mm -hmm. Now, without giving anything away, what was your favorite part of this book? Like what was, you know, the, the best part of writing this book? Um, it's always fun. Another character that I didn't mention, probably my favorite character is Orlando, who is this really goofy librarian. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> so he's very like, he's always in a daydream. He is like, I, I jokingly think of him as like the world's most interesting man. He has these wild stories that he just kind of like casually mentions like they're normal. Um, so I always love writing Orlando. So that was probably my favorite part because he, he helps them out in this book. Awesome. That brings up kind of a follow-up question. When you're developing these characters, like you give each and every one of them something new about the, you know, there's some, just like every other writer, there's something about this character. Like you mentioned, a goofy bookshop, a, a goofy uh, librarian, um, a forgiving store owner, um, something like that. How do you, what do you like explain your process for that? Like how you give, how you plan out each and every, how you visualize each and every character, I should say. Yeah, kind of thinking of character development. So, um, I mean, sometimes it just kind of comes like in the moment with writing. Like I, I know I've written Orlando before, so mm -hmm. I knew whenever I write him, I don't really, I don't think I had a plan of like what he would say that was funny or whatever, but mm -hmm. I just start writing and I like just think, okay, what scenario can I put him in? Um, and then sometimes just through the process of writing, I have a great idea like in, um, I am current. I think I'm, we're skipping ahead, but I am currently writing the fifth book. So <laughs> the fifth book there is, um, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a character and the character has a brother and I was just writing and I thought, oh, this would be really funny, like kind of banter. It just kind of developed. I didn't really plan it. So I just kind of went with it. Nice. Nice. Have you ever found in your previous books that you can talk about? Have you ever found yourself doing that? Like where you just all suddenly go on a tangent, like all suddenly just go on something like you weren't planning this when you were writing the chapter, but all of a sudden here it is, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I probably like this, the fourth book I kind of outlined, right? And I, I stuck to it maybe like 60% of the time. So as I'm writing, you know, some details change or maybe like the chapter is like, oh, this chapter is actually longer than I thought it'd be. Now it's actually going to be two chapters because um, as I'm writing, I'm just having fun and kind of exploring the scene. So, um, yeah, or like, I don't remember which, I think it's the first book where I just have like a chapter of them like having fun in Waterworld because I'm like, why not? This is fun. It's a Waterworld's a really cool <laughs> water park. Why not just like write about them having fun? Um, so some little surprises happen along the way. Awesome. That's awesome. Now, where can we find your book, both local and online? Yeah. So um, my website is waldemirmysteryfiles.com. And if you want an autographed copy, that's where you should go. Um, in Erie, you can go to, obviously, Waldemir. You can go to Werner Books, Pressed Books, the Hagen History Center, Tom Ridge Center. And yeah, the last one is Elaine Boutique, which is in the West Area Plaza. 
That is awesome. Like my buddy says here, his kids love the books. I love the books. They're, mm-hmm. they're books for all ages, as we mentioned before. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for writing it. That was nice. Yep. And you said before you have a book planned in the future. You, sure have something, you have something up your sleeve for us next time? Yeah, of course. So, I mean, I'm just having so much fun writing them and it's fun to have new readers come on board. So, um, yes, I'm definitely in the process of writing book number five. Ooh, how many books do you think you're going to go to? Like how many in a, you know, and it's joking yet serious sense. How much do you think you're going to go to until you've written about like every ride in the park? Probably. (laughs) I mean, I love even numbers, so I definitely won't stop at five. I I'm like right now I'm shooting for eight and then I think eight's a good number. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Mm -hmm. you know where to find us if you ever want to promote them. Of course. First of all. Absolutely. So I've got two more questions for you to make this an official buddy cast. I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you a question I asked you beforehand, but it's a sponsored question. And it's one of my favorites, which is in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? Brought to us by hashtag positivity and my buddy Jonas Kane. Um, I think of someone who, first of all, is just like fun to be around, but someone who is just, you know, brings joy and laughter and just like, you know, makes makes life fun. Um, but also, you know, when life gets hard, they'll stick by your side and walk alongside the hard stuff. So kind of that that balance. Awesome. That's a beautiful answer. And now we've come to what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question, which is what is your advice to all your readers out there, to all your fans? What advice do you have for them? Sure. So kind of throughout my being an author, I hear from some adults of like, oh, man, I've always had an idea to write a book or I have this great story. And my advice, you know, for kids or adults is like, just, just sit down and write. Like there's no pressure. It's just you. It can be silly. It can be wonderful. You know, no, you don't need to show it to anyone. Um, It can just be like a fun little way to express yourself. So my advice is just to try writing. Oh, that is awesome. You're absolutely right. Cause you never know what's going to take you. Like we mentioned in this episode, you literally one minute, you're just typing about this chapter. And then you're like, wait a minute, what if I take them down this alley? What if I, and then all of a sudden you just go on a train of thought sometimes literally, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So, well, buddy, thanks again for joining us here on BuddyCast. I hope you have great success for your book. I can't wait for the next one. I can't wait to read this one. I still need to catch up on this (laughs) one. I will admit, but thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being a buddy on BuddyCast. And you know what I'm going to ask you before we close this episode. Whatever you do today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, please go be someone's buddy. Definitely. All righty. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy, David Gorman. Please, please pick up a copy of Waldemir Mystery Files. You won't regret it. You'll be like me, a simple, I'm going to try this book out. Next thing you know, (laughs) wait, what happens next? (laughs) <laughs> so but i'm your host nick Sorensen. thank you for joining us on another episode of buddy cast go be someone's buddy and we'll catch you all next time here on everybody's favorite show buddy cast when the days are going fast buddy buddy we've got to make them last buddy buddy before they